Hi, welcome to Agile Self-Development, the podcast that gives you a roadmap for personal growth and self-improvement for your body, mind, and spirit. Hi, I'm Helene Amster-Copel, and together we'll take this journey to becoming our best self, one version at a time. What's the big deal about self-awareness? Well, let's ask, what is it, first of all? Self-awareness is the ability to consciously recognize and understand our own thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. It involves having a clear perception of oneself, including our strengths, our weaknesses, our values, our beliefs, what motivates us. It helps us have a deeper understanding of our own experiences and feelings and the actions we take. And it also helps us make more informed decisions and have healthier relationships with ourselves and others. So why is this so important? Well, for one, personal growth. Self-awareness is a key component of personal development and growth. By understanding ourselves better, we can figure out what areas need improvement, we can set meaningful goals, and we can work towards becoming the best version of ourselves. It also helps us make better decisions. By being self-aware, we've got a better understanding of our values and priorities and what we aspire to be. And this kind of clarity helps us make decisions that align with our authentic self. And that leads to happier outcomes. Why else is self-awareness important? It can enhance our communication skills. If we are aware of our own thoughts and emotions and our communication style, we can better express ourselves more clearly, empathetically. We could also listen to and understand others better. We can build better relationships. It helps in building healthier relationships by understanding our own emotions and triggers. We can manage our reactions and communicate more effectively without freaking out, right? Things trigger us. And if we react too quickly or on autopilot because we're not aware that that is our pattern and our behavior, how do we improve upon that? And it's by improving our responses to others that we can improve those relationships. Otherwise, it's a cycle of one person triggering the other without realizing how you're triggering each other, right? It comes, it comes around with emotional intelligence. It's a crucial component of emotional intelligence. By being self-aware, we recognize, understand our emotions and how my emotions impact my behavior. And by understanding that, I can regulate my emotions better. I can respond better in a more balanced and constructive manner. And with self-awareness comes self-confidence. Self-awareness fosters self-acceptance and self-confidence. By understanding our strengths and weaknesses and our values and who we really are, we can develop a more positive self-image and have a greater self of self-assurance, a greater sense of self-assurance. So, Overall, self-awareness is essential for our own personal growth in order to make effective decisions, to build healthy relationships, 
enhance emotional intelligence. It helps us lead more authentic, fulfilling, and purposeful lives. You know, very often, you may have heard me on the show talk about how many people lack self-awareness. And I've even asked my friends throughout the years, what don't I see? Because I will hear people describe themselves and be floored that they have no idea who they are, right? That person who is always late, that is getting pissed off at the person who is late. Gosh, I try to be prompt all the time. And they're clueless. I had a friend who was like, I hate negativity and all they do is complain. And she had no clue that all she did was complain. It's by becoming aware, it enables us to improve. But anyway, why why do people lack that self-awareness? Here's some common reasons. Lack of introspection. Some people don't spend enough time reflecting on their own experiences, emotions, and thoughts. And so it makes it difficult for them to understand their own behavior and motivations if they're not taking the time to look. Introspection. Some people have that fear of what they're going to figure out. Fear of self-discovery. They may avoid looking at themselves, doing that exploration work on themselves to gain that self-awareness. They don't want to know. They're afraid of what they might find out. Facing unhappy truths about yourself can be very uncomfortable and challenging. And maybe sometimes we have unconscious biases. We may have some unconscious biases that prevent us from seeing ourselves objectively. You know, maybe because of our upbringing, our culture, our personal experiences. You know, I'm not going to be like that because that's not good. And they have no idea that it already exists. My family says it sucks when people are like this, right? And we have it. What else? Why do we lack? Maybe we haven't asked for feedback. If we haven't gotten any constructive feedback from other people, how can we be aware of our strengths and weaknesses? How do you know you're good at something? Because you get a positive response. You get constructive feedback from someone saying, great job. How do you know your weaknesses? You get a C on that grade in school. And it says, maybe, you know, try this. Your teacher writes a little note. Or, you know, maybe during your performance review at work, you get a little feedback that, hey, you can be a lot hot-headed at times. You may want to learn to take a pause. And you go, I never knew I was hot-headed. The feedback helps. Be open to constructive feedback. Maybe it's just defense mechanism. Some people may use a defense mechanism like denial to avoid confronting our flaws and weaknesses. Some people encounter information that conflicts with their own self-image, so they ignore it, right? That person who is all love and light and positivity, 
didn't align with what she wanted to project, the fact that she was so negative herself. Cognitive dissonance, I believe it's called. When people encounter information that conflicts with their beliefs or self-image, they may ignore or dismiss it in order to maintain their existing worldview. And, you know, the, the big elephant in the room is mental health, right? Certain mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, personality disorders make it difficult for people to have an accurate perception of themselves. I've been dealing with a lot with my mom's aging, but over the past few years, she's really gotten to the habit of saying, I'm just stupid. I can't do it. She's like, if first of all, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't even try because you've convinced yourself you're stupid and you say, I can't do it, you won't be able to do it. But I know my mother and I've known her for 50 plus years. She's not stupid. But she's got some stuff going on in her mental health that causes this flip-flopping and the misperception of herself. She will never have self-awareness because of her mental health issue and also because of her defense mechanisms. Because even if you present her with constructive feedback, she avoids the conversation, changes the subject, is in denial How do we turn it around? It's a process that involves self-reflection, introspection, a willingness to look at your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Practice mindfulness. What's mindfulness? Practice of being present in the moment and observing your thoughts and feelings without judgment. I made myself crazy. I got upset with myself for having negative thoughts because I want to be love and light and everything positive, right? I judge myself, but now I can look and I say, I have fear right now, or I'm mad right now and not judge myself for having a feeling, right? By practicing this mindfulness about being present, about observing my thoughts and my feelings without judgment, I'm doing that introspection that helps me become more aware of my emotional and mental state and who I am. You can also reflect on your values and belief. Take time to think about what's important to you. What are your core values? What are your beliefs? Understand what drives you so that you can make better decisions and improve your overall well-being. Download the personal vision guide that's on agileselfdevelopment.com. Work on your personal vision statement. Identify what are your core values. Know who you are. Take that time to do the exercise to find some self-awareness. Dig. Seek feedback from others. Ask people, like I asked my friends, what don't I see about myself? What what do you think? What, what are some quirks about me? What are, what's some stuff I can work on? People don't want to tell, tell you negative stuff. But if you position it as 
hey, you're my best friend and I trust you. I'm trying to grow. Where do you think I should direct some work? Have trust, listen with an open mind because your friends and family that you trust can provide valuable insight to some of your strengths and weaknesses. Focus on these are areas of improvement, not here's where I suck. That attitude brought me down for a long time. When I would look at myself, I wouldn't do it without judgment. I would judge myself and walk away with, I suck, instead of, I'm going to work on this. Here's my best opportunity. You can also work on self-awareness through journaling. Write down your thoughts and feelings and review it. it. It can help you get some clarity. It can help you find patterns in your behavior, in your thinking. Spend that time reflecting. Engage in introspection. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Try to understand. Look into that and think about it. And practice self-compassion. If you're going to go through this exploration, could be a bit of a roller coaster. Be kind and gentle with yourself as you work on gaining self-awareness. Remember, we are agile. This is a lifelong journey. Rome was not built in a day and neither are we. It's okay to make mistakes along the way. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to keep going. Little bit at a time. And that's how we keep growing. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Thank you for joining me. Visit AgileSelfDevelopment.com and subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference in how the podcasts are ranked. Thank you again for joining me, Helene Coppell, for this episode of Agile Self-Development. Become your best self one version at a time. Catch you soon.